Welcome to TCC Alive, a podcast of Tulare Community Church. Happy Father's Day. Absolutely. We're going to celebrate today the fathers and the father. We're going to realize right off that to everybody, that concept of father is not really a happy one. So sort of put that there in the back of your mind so that you can pray and consider that situation as we move forward in a more positive direction. We're going to read this morning about fathers from a passage that's not about fathers, but it is. It's found in Galatians 5, 16. Uh, I don't know whether we're going to have that up. Are we going to have it up? No, okay. So it's in your pew Bible, your pew Bible, and it begins on 1,815. While you're looking that up, I'm going to pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for showing us love. Thank you for showing us steadfastness. Thank you for showing us grace and mercy and, and delivering us by the gift of your Son. Thank you, Holy Lord. Thank you, Father, for being our example of never turning away. We ask you to bless us today, bless this scripture, our hearts and minds, in Jesus' name. Amen. Paul's been talking to the believers at Galatia concerning the Holy Spirit and the freedom that comes when we accept Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit comes in. It's an oddity to think of being bound to Christ and yet freed. It's great freedom that the Holy Spirit's bonding brings to us in our lives now and in the lives to come. But we have to live this life. It's interesting to me that the Father God is called the Father God. For God is spirit. There is no gender in the Godhead. But you know what? He made us. He started with Adam. And he started with Eve. And he gave Adam, we surmise, a stronger body and particular directions concerning leadership. And after that, all down through the ages and all of the generation, as you look at it, that call of God upon men to be the leader and to be the progenitor, having, by and large, not necessarily everyone, but having stronger physical capabilities, we tend 
to look to that. Interestingly enough, we did not look to God to decide who's the leader. We looked to human leaders, and that is an example to us that the Father is the ultimate leader and calls into existence all of the other leaders, and there is no followership unless it's followership of God. All other ways, all other ways lead to destruction. There is no human leader that is like our God. Humans are fallen and sinful. We have a bent that is different than the mindset of our God. We have a worldly bent, and it's in all of our leaders. It's in all of our fathers. That's why Jesus came to earth to show us the Father. That's what the disciples wanted to know. They were Jews, and they had always worshipped God as one, and they called him Father because that's the greatest thing that their minds could conceive. And God told them to look at him as father. And so there was this example of earthly power and authority that they ascribed to God. But we have no idea. We have absolutely no idea and we cannot conceive of the power and the authority of God. The best we can do is accept that he is greater than I. The Holy Spirit, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Father are God. When you say God, I've said this many times, when you say the term God, you mean Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Some people, when they say God, they think of the Father only, but Jesus said, I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father And the Holy Spirit has the power and authority to lead to the Father and to the Son and does their work and is part of the Godhead and is in equal personality with the Father and the Son. When you're talking about the Father, you should say, Father. In fact, did you know that Jesus said we shouldn't call anybody else Father? except the Father God. For there is no one else like him. We were called to be free when we are called in Jesus Christ. Free to what? Free to follow. Never never get that wrong. We're free to follow. We're not free to run 
any way we want to, just willy-nilly and all of that kind of stuff, that's not freedom. That ends in destruction. But if we get behind Jesus with the power of the Spirit and the motivation of the Spirit to follow, then we are free. So Galatians 16 starts, and pay close attention to this word of God. So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other, so that you do not know what you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under law. Notice how he ties our sinful nature into law through the followership of the Holy Spirit. If you don't follow the Holy Spirit within, who says what? The major work of the Holy Spirit, what is it? It's to point to Jesus Christ and say, He is the way, truth, and life. That's life. That's the way you should follow. That's the truth. It's the major work of the Holy Spirit. And what's the major work of the Son? But to bring us in. To bring us in to the presence of the Father. Through his sacrifice. Through his power and authority and his call upon our life, he brings us into the presence of the Father. Now, if we do not follow the Spirit, if we let ourselves, our bodies, and our minds follow earthly desires, worldly desires, then we're heading down a wrong path. And the law applies to us. And we don't want the law to apply to us because the law shows us for what we are. That's the major point of the law. The law was given so that we might know what sin is. If there'd never been any law given to us by God, we wouldn't know our wretched condition. We would not know that we need Jesus. We would not know that the Father loves us and sends the Spirit to empower and enliven us and to utilize us and protect us and comfort us, to all those things, we would not know that. The acts, these are the things we do, say, and think. Thought, word, and actions. The acts of the sinful nature, verse 19, are obvious. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. You know what we're talking about. You know what God is saying through Paul right now. If in no other way, in your conscious mind, 
you've sinned against all of these. Sexual immorality and impurity, debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, fighting, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition. It's okay to be ambitious on behalf of another person, but if it's just for you, it's sin. Dissensions, that's not getting along. Who is it? Take a moment and think about it. Who is it you're not getting along with? Hello. Factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. To this, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. And we have to take a moment now and talk about our reformed understanding of salvation at this point. Because we cannot read over those words, live like this. When life is given to us by the Holy Spirit of God, when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then our lives are saved, our names are written in the book of life in heaven, and we don't desire to sin against Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and those that are around us. But those who love to do those things I just read, those who go through their day waiting for an opportunity to perform those kinds of acts or let those kinds of thoughts stay in their mind and play with them and run them over and over and over again in their minds. Those people are apart from the Holy Spirit's guidance. So those that live like that are the world. Those that live like that are the ones we need to reach with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Those are the ones who are tricking themselves. Many call themselves Christians. Many go to churches. Many go to prayer meetings. But their heart isn't in love with the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. That's the worldly side of things. Now this is what the Father sends to us through the Holy Spirit. This is what God is like. God all three. This is what he's like. The fruit of the Spirit is love. 
That's sacrificial love. That's love that gives up much for the benefit of another. What more could God have given up than the life of his son, Jesus Christ, who was pure and blameless for our benefit that we should benefit by his death on the cross in just believing and trusting that he did that for us. What love, what love the Father has for us. Joy. Once you recognize how much you are loved, and God loves everybody. Some say, well then, how could a God that loves everybody punish? Well, he's just. God is just, and he has said what is what, and the dividing line is faith in Jesus Christ, and he will bring judgment, even on those that he has created and loved, if they fall out of the parameters for salvation. Trust and belief and love of the appearing of Jesus Christ, his Son. Joy comes at understanding the love of God. And then in proper order, peace. You cannot have peace. You can't have peace in your life. Check in with yourself. Do you have peace? Do you have a peace that passes all understanding? Things may be going wild in your life. Things may be falling down around your shoulders. The whole business might be going south. But is it okay Inside, do you have trust in God at that point that comes by the Father's Holy Spirit bringing it into our lives? Patience? Oh, I shouldn't even say the word. Patience comes by the Holy Spirit because we should should understand that everything's okay in the end. And that everything we get, everything you've ever gotten that's good has come down from the Father of lights out of heaven to you, not by your endeavor. So if you've gotten anything at all, Guess what? More is to come. More is coming. We should be patient and at ease and at peace and let joy build up in our lives. And you fathers, you, you should model that. Kindness, kindness, doing nice things for people that are good things, helpfulness, goodness, goodness. No one is good except the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father and the Spirit, but we can do good things. 
when we do like Jesus did. We give the cup of cold water in the name of Christ. It's one thing to give a cup of cold water. But it's another entirely to do it in the name of Christ so that the person knows that it's from the Lord. Faithfulness, sticking in there, absolutely staying faithful, never letting your faith in Jesus waver no matter what the circumstances. The Father has faith in us. We, faithless individuals, yet the Father has faith in us. Isn't that fantastic? Gentleness and self-control. You'll notice that he started with the fruit of the Spirit as love and ends it with self-control. Because you can't have any of the others if you don't have self-control. He has put brackets around these fruit of the Spirit, these aspects of how God treats us as a model for us to treat others from the top down, from the father down through the family and then the owner down through the business and all of that kind of stuff. Self-control. You cannot let yourself go. (laughs) That's what my grandchildren call me. You cannot let yourself go. That's, That's your part of it, is to stay faithful by staying faithful. Keeping Jesus in your mind and in your heart. Doing those five things that I preach are the five things that make for a healthy Christian life. Prayer. Deep, abiding, honest, true prayer. That includes, you know, confession and restoration and those kinds of things. Bible study. Finding out what God, somebody said somewhere that, that fatherhood doesn't come with a manual. Well, it kind of does. The manual is the Bible. That's the manual for our lives as Christians. Doesn't have any effect at all on the world, but it should have a great deal of effect on us. And then worship, gathering together. The third thing is worship. Gathering together and singing and letting our hearts praise and prayer together as the body of Christ on earth. It's so strengthening. And four, fellowship. You know, that's friendship only around Jesus, where in the discussion, Jesus' name actually comes out. And five, mission. Yeah, you've got to do something. The Holy Spirit isn't going to come inside of you and say, there, now, there, there. That's all you need. No! He's going to enliven us. He's going to enliven us to do the kinds of things that Jesus did. Loving others, helping others, giving, praying for others. All kinds of stuff, but VBS, 
church planting. Thank you, by the way. Somebody said, how are you going to work that into your sermon on fathers? Thank you. We're at 69,000 or something like that. We've got to go to 125,000. Thank you. Praise God Almighty for that form of supporting the cutting edge of ministry in the world. It's, it's fantastic. What a great job. You fathers are doing a great job. Yes, this sermon is pointing out certain aspects of life so that you can be better than you actually are. But, but you're doing a good job. I see the young people in this congregation as, as very well-grounded. Due to dad and mom. Against those kinds of things that are on the spiritual side, there is no law. 24. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. You get help by the Holy Spirit through the Father to crucify that sinful nature. Since we live by the Spirit, that is, live, since we have life, since we are animated, move around, think, breathe, and all of that through the Spirit, because without the Spirit, we would just be jelly laying on the ground. We get life through our Father God in His Spirit. Since We live by the Spirit. Let us keep in step with the Spirit. Only makes sense. Let us follow. Let us follow our God. What do you think? Every day. Every day, all day long. Can you do it? No. No, you can't do it perfectly. But you can do it better. You can do it better all the time. You can get better. You just have to love the Father. Trust the Son and follow the Spirit. Let's pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for being our Father. Thank you for loving us before we ever even knew what love was. Thank you for giving us the idea of grace and mercy because we never would have thought of them on our own. Thank you for giving us the idea of goodness and faithfulness because you are like that. We see it, we saw it so clearly in your son Jesus that those with the Spirit want to be like that. And help us always to have self-control so that we are leaning towards followership of our God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Thanks for listening. If you want to know more about the ministries and mission of Tulare Community Church, visit us at tccalive.org.